0: Welcome back, Living the Good Life show, heard coast to coast. Good morning to everyone, Sunday morning, beautiful day out here. we got a great segment coming your way here in our celebrity spotlight a, to become a, a good friend of ours, a great actor. Uh, Andrew Howard, welcome to the show this morning. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, a pleasure and an honor.
0: All the way from Wales, huh?
1: all the way from Wales, but I consider myself a Welsh American now. And, um, I'm, I'm very proud of, uh, of the fact that the good old US of A has given me this wonderful career. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel, uh, I feel very, very lucky. I mean, with the tumultuous times that's going on in this, in this country at the moment, I'm, um, I'm, I'm still very proud to be here. And, uh, Hey be quiet. I'm sorry. I've got a, I've got my dog with me and he's, he's quiet because he wants to get out and play. I love it. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. I'm in Palm Springs at the moment. Okay. Um the weather's gorgeous. Um I'm going to be playing some golf later which uh, is always a good thing. And uh, yeah, I'm just prepping for uh for a job that I'm about to start in uh in 2 weeks time and I'm not allowed to tell anyone about it. I've signed so many NDAs up the wawa. Ooh, um,
0: must be a big yeah. project then. Okay.
1: It's it's a it's a fun one, yeah. It's okay. it's very good. It's very good. I'm well, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Well,
0: let's <gasps> let, let's kind of rewind a little bit there because um, we met at our event uh, not too long ago, but you know, I was always uh, enamored with your career and what you've done on camera. Um, you know, and it seems as though I mean, we we've, we've talked to so many actors Over the years of doing this network, and um, everyone's got great stories, Um, and, and it's interesting how an actor, you know, affects the person watching them on the screen, because, you know, there's many times where I've seen you in character, and I'm like, God, this guy, I hate this guy, and you do such a good... Act, I mean, you're so good at what you do. Your craft is so amazing. Like, I was just watching, you know, I finished Mayor of Kingstown not too long ago, and your character's just, I mean, it's hardcore. And a an
1: despicable human being, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, look at it. I'm sorry that it, you know, it didn't last as long. I was hoping your character was going to keep going, but, man, oh, man. It was such, first of all, let's talk about Mayor of Kingstown. You know, um, talk about your role and, you know, it, it's gotta be a uh, great being part of that type of uh, series. Uh, you probably had a great time spending it with them.
1: I, I had a great time. The only problem was we shot in Canada and, oh, uh, it okay. was, it was, it was during lockdown. Um, uh, it wasn't lockdown here. So I went from, I, I went from LA or Palm Springs where I live mostly, Uh to Canada that was locked down still. We were, we, you know, everything was open here. Yeah. So all of a sudden I was stuck in Toronto on my own. I didn't have, um, Ah. my, 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 my missus couldn't come and visit. I got my daughter couldn't come see me. Right. And so we were in this, we were in this bubble. So it was a kind of, it was an odd experience, but to get to work with Jeremy Renner was, was, you know, extraordinary. And I've, I've said to many of my, you know, many of my colleagues and friends uh, of all the people I've worked with over the, over the years, there are two people that kind of st- stand out for me, uh, and Jeremy was one of them, uh, one of the, the best actors I've I've ever worked with. Him and the other one is a dear old friend of mine uh, by the name of Glenn Close. <clears throat> and uh, she was extraordinary too. Their, their craft and technique. Um, we had one scene in, in Kingstown. I mean, I play this awful... Um, Head of the white supremacists. Yep, uh, and he's also a sex trafficker. He's a despicable, despicable human being. But like they say, the devil has all the good tunes. So it was a lot of fun to to play him and bring him to life, and to grow a big...
0: But how do you how do you prepare for how do you prepare for that kind of role?
1: I mean, we're lucky because you know we we get to go to a dark place. Yeah, you know, for fun, for fun. It's just it's reading and preparation with a guy like that who's so despicable i you know i don't need to do too much background because because i've i i know these people from characters i've played in the past right. and also you don't you don't want to drag yourself down in 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 dark material you know in, in in life so i i i did a fair amount of research but it's all it's all about making sure that on the day you know your stuff, and you have you found a voice, you found a look, you found a way of walking and talking, just all that good stuff. And uh, and and then you bring him to life. And then when you get on set, you start jiving with whoever you're working with, and uh, and yeah. hopefully, um, hopefully a, a a rounded character comes together. You know, sure. My, uh, well, we had one scene. <clears throat> we had one did one scene I remember because you know it's a different director every every episode, for the most part and Germany, and, uh, uh, Jeremy and I had one particular scene where we were we were just jiving and jamming and, you know, ad- ad-libbing. And we finished the scene and the director came up to us and said, Jesus, I just wish I could have you two just change to a lamppost for three hours and just film it. <laughs> I was one of the nicest compliments I've had. Yeah. Um, but, I, but, but what I would say, and this is kind of giving trade secrets away is that the, 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 the reason why I've been successful playing villains is most villainry you see on you, you, you see on screen you can see actors trying to be bad it's like someone who someone who can't fight they''ll they'll, they'll wail and shout and scream and try and intimidate and scare but someone who can fight like a like, like a trained soldier yeah. will be very quiet and still and centered. And almost do it with a smile, and so my motto whenever I play a dark human being is to, is to do it with a, to do it with a smile on my face and with a, with a with a glint in the eye.
0: I hear you. I hear you. you know? Well, you know, you come from you know obviously Wales. We talked about how how did you get into the business? Growing up, did you did you want to be an actor, or did you want? I mean, how did this all come about?
1: Yeah, I was I was I, I was always pretty good at it in school. I was kind of crappy in school, but I showed some aptitude for drama and uh, and rugby. I used to play a lot of rugby. Yeah, I'm an avid uh, rugby fan and soccer fan. Champions League final tomorrow. Liverpool, come on, Liverpool! Nice. Uh, I was. Um, Yeah, I was good at it, and it came to kind of a crossroads when I was about 17, 18. I was either going to go one way with all my soccer hooligan buddies, or I was going to go, I was going to go and find a profession. I did lots of, you know, odd jobs and bits and bobs, but I ended up thinking, right, I'm going to, I'm going to go to school and study drama, and that's what I did, Uh, and I spent 10 years in the theatre. After that, I ended up at the National Theatre in London and, you know, doing lots of, plays, classical plays and everything, but yeah. I always had this dream that I was going to come to America and make movies. I grew up watching all those great movies of the 70s, you know, Copper and Scorsese and, and all those boys, and I, I had some kind of vision in me, bizarrely, that I was going to come over. And then while I was doing theatre, my couple of buddies and, and me decided to make our own film, because we we were trying to get break into the movie industry in, in the UK, but we just, you know, we were theatre guys. It was very separate so we wrote this script called shooters which is actually i think it might be on netflix um and we 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 wrote it with you know lots of heart and guts and it was kind of inspired by a movie uh one of scorsese's movies called mean streets and another movie which is a fabulous movie if never if you've never seen it called state of grace which is sean penn and uh uh Sean Penn and Gary Oldman's first movie in America.
0: I think Ger- Ger- Gerard, Butler, Gerard Butler was in that too.
1: Jerry was in Shooters, yeah. Je- yeah. Uh, J- Jerry, Jerry, and me did our first movie together, and yeah. then when, when, I, when I wrote Shooters, uh, yeah, we got Jerry in it. We got, you know, we got all, my, all my buddies in it. Jerry is in it. Matthew Reese is in it from The Americans. Yeah. Who's now? Who's now Perry Mason? Exactly. Which is a show that I did. Uh, a show that I did last year mm-hmm. playing another, you know, another supervillain. Uh, so, yeah, we made that movie. And then and then I did a, 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 a remake of a great movie called The Lion in Winter, which was originally a movie with Catherine Hepburn and, and the, the, the great Peter O'Toole. And we and, and there was this young actor um, playing Richard the Lionheart. It was his first movie. 1969, and the young actor was called Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I yeah. Think you've heard of him? Yeah. So I played the Hopkins role, Richard the Lionheart, and uh, it was Glenn Close and Patrick Stewart, and that brought me over to America. And from then, I got signed up, and um, yep. and then off we went to the races. There but you it go. wasn't until a, yeah, it, but it wasn't until a movie called Limitless um, came around that kind of solidified my my career here, and since then I've been. Um, you know, my niche has been playing villains. I, but I absolutely loved...
0: Good. I loved Limitless. Such a great movie. And what a great cast. Uh, I, I remember that's De Niro. It's... I mean, that's just everyone. Cooper. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. that was a great movie.
1: Coop's great. Cooper's a brilliant, brilliant human being. I'll never forget, you know, like I was just talking to you about the... You know, growing up watching Scorsese films and Mean Streets and Taxi Driver. I uh, we, we shot all the exteriors for... Um, for limitless in in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I I landed the role, and it was a very coveted role. Everyone was, everyone was was up for that role because you know he's it's a he's it's a it's a great villain, and uh, I just got off a plane from somewhere, and I made a little tape and sent it um sent it off to my to my manager. Mm-hmm. I mean literally it was a it was a a a, a not a very good tape of me basically reading the lines hmm. and, uh, and I sent it off <clears throat> and, and then I later learned that Bradley and the director, Neil Berger, um, was seeing everyone. They were seeing everyone out of New York. They were seeing everyone out of LA, yeah. London. Yeah. And then they kept going back to my little tape and they thought I was a Russian guy somewhere in, uh, somewhere in Brighton beach. Uh, they, you know, they had they had no idea I was this, you know, Welsh hooligan from uh, yep. from Cardiff. Um, but they kept going back to the tape, and they were like, "Why do we like this tape? Why, why do we like this tape?" And it was because I was doing it with a smile on my face, yeah. you know, with a, with a with a glint. So I got the I got the
0: role.
1: <laughs> so I got the role, and. Uh, and then a couple of weeks later, I'm sat in Philly. I walk into this conference room at a hotel in downtown Philly to do the table read. I did a bunch of costume fittings, and we decided that because I didn't have too much time to put on you know, muscle or put on weight, that we were going we to have lots of layers. So when you see me at the beginning of the movie, I look fucked I look up because I've got jacket over jacket and leather jacket, so I look big. <laughs> and, then, and then as I start taking the pill – I get more and more svelte and and leaner looking and you see me in the suits and I look more sharper. So there's a physical, you know, a physical transformation. Uh, So I walk into this conference room and I'm like, I'm in Philly. We're going to do a table read. There'll be, you know, maybe Bradley will be there and, you know, a bunch of people, you know, HODs will be there. And uh, I'm sat there and I see my name card, Andrew Howard, and next to me, the name card Robert De Niro mm. and I'm I go oh my goodness yeah. the, the, the great man's not going to be here is he and as I'm thinking this he walks in sits, sits right next to me and uh, it was one of the most magical surreal days of my life
0: yeah Wow, good for you. That's just awesome. What a great story. You know, uh, reminding everyone here listening live to Living the Good Life Show, hanging out with uh, the great actor Andrew Howard. we got to go to break, but I, I do want to mention, you mentioned Martin Scorsese and villains. Well, it was sad to hear this week that Ray Liotta had passed away at such a young age of 67. And talk about uh, someone who knows how to play a villain, you know?
1: One of the greats. I just we were just talking about it. Me and me and my buddy Tony Curran, who you know from uh, yep. Gladiator yep. and um, the Flash. You should have. A, have you had him on, Tony?
0: No, we haven't. We got to get him on.
1: Yeah, got get him on. He was. Uh, he was just texting me and a me and me and a couple of guys saying uh, that he uh, before Ray died, uh, he uh, he looked up his family tree and found out that his mother was uh scottish mm-hmm. so uh so tony being a glaswegian boy was like see i told you he's a he's a scottish great scottish man yeah um yep. i grew with the otter i did a i did a guy ritchie film many years ago called revolver and mm. um, it was and ray ray was uh one of the main boys in it i played jason statham's uh brother in it
0: Oh wow, wow! It
1: was it was one of the one of the Guy Ritchie movies that not many people saw, but it's it's a good film.
0: Andrew, you are awesome. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you soon. Let's play some golf. Have a good day today. Let's stay in touch, continued success, and uh, good luck on your new project that uh, you can't tell us about. It's classified. If you tell me, you got to kill me. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, I will have to tell you, yeah. Well, let's t- let's talk about it soon. I'll let, I'll let you know when I'm allowed to. I'll come back
0: on. All right, my man. Have a good one. We'll talk soon.
1: Take it easy, brother. Thank you so much.
0: Andrew Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Money. More to come. Living the Good Life Show. Stay tuned. <laughs>